Exes and bros. Shine, folks. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 248-951-2176. 248-951-2176. We're on Twitter at XP Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. MichiganSportsNetwork.com is the website. XB Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Danny Cahalan is a Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Away from the tragic events that took place at uh, Michigan State, what else is going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. The New York Jets have hired Todd Downing as the passing game coordinator. The Jets are now linked. Uh, who, you know, he has worked with both the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, and the Raiders, Derek Carr. Jets have checked into the availability of Aaron Rodgers as well, according to Jeremy Fowler on Super Bowl Sunday. So very, very interesting. If the Jets going to make a move here, they believe that they have enough on the defensive side uh, with Garrett Wilson on the offensive side of things, uh, the offensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner, the defensive rookie of the year. They had a pretty good squad over there. Do they make that change at quarterback right now and try to try to make a run, try to try to go for it? It would be very interesting, though, however, if it's Aaron Rodgers, considering the fact that Brett Favre also played there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's also Aaron Rodgers' decision whether he's playing football or not. He hasn't even decided whether he's going to play next year. When is his retreat? It's, I believe, happening now, or right around. Uh, he said he was waiting till after the Super Bowl. Well, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to go on a, a retreat. Because, I mean, that's what, like, look, you, know, you got that kind of money. People, you know, rich people do weird stuff. Going on a retreat where you spend four days in darkness. Uh, he did bring up a, on the Pat McAfee show about it was cell phone. He's like, you know, how, you know, how often do you have an opportunity to, to go throughout your day without looking at your cell phone. He was I would, I, I hope Aaron Rodgers comes back and then his first game back, he shows up on the field wearing one of those, like the breathing masks, like the Bane style ones. <laughs> that would be great. It's a uh, oxygen trainer, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, isn't, yeah. It's like, what they, yeah. They like, you? uh, it puts less oxygen into your body as you're breathing. So like you're, you can get your lung capacity up, right? Yeah. So yeah. 
for yeah. higher altitudes. You'd see people at the gym wearing those. It's like, dude, what are you, what are you, what are you doing right now? Andy Reid hopes that if uh, Eric Bieniemy leaves, he will run the show somewhere else. We'll go back into the, uh, you know, they've just finished up with the Super Bowl. Will Eric Bieniemy? Is he a name that is going to get hired as a as a head coach uh, somewhere? Well, I don't even know what vacancies we still have open at this point. Uh, Super Bowl 57 on pace to be the third most watched Super Bowl with 113 million viewers. Those are the preliminary uh, numbers released on Monday. We did take a call yesterday that said that the uh, the numbers for halftime would be half. We have got more numbers coming up a little bit later that will uh, that will shock that individual. Uh, but like I said, there's probably more people that tuned in, you know, because you had all the people that were already watching for the football game, and then you had how many people tune in just for halftime. Like, no, those numbers would be up. And turns out, yeah. Uh, Steph Curry, his return to play for the Warriors, is fluid amid his recovery. There is no target date since his uh, since he injured his left lower leg. It's held him out since February 4th. Red Wings winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, last night, 6-1 winners on the road against the Vancouver Canucks. Good for the Detroit Red Wings. Thank the Lord. They needed it. They needed to feel something positive here. Dylan Larkin uh, get, got the scoring going early. He had a, a two-goal affair. Both of his goals scored in that first period. Uh, Vancouver would get on the board in the second. And then it was Fabry, Lindstrom, Suter, Berger, all of them getting in on the action. 6-1, to one, your final score for the Detroit Red Wings, and that is a very, very good win. You think Dylan Larkin wants that $9 million a year? I think that he does. <laughs> I think that he does. But then again, like, those, it's goals 19 and 20. Like, let's not, I mean. Yeah, but. And you've played how many games? I mean. 52 games? You got 20 three, goals in 52 games? As GB Ritz just pointed out, Red Wings won their third game in a row. Larkin has turned on the Jets. I'm, hey, never know. You you win eight, nine in a row, if you're you back can, in the picture. If you can string them together, by all means, I'm here for this string them all together thing. I am. But, you know, you're not a point-per-game player, and look at who he played. I don't want to, you know, detract anything from the wings. This is this is what they are supposed to do. The fact that they went 5-2-6-1 in their, uh, you know, winning the regular season series against right. the Canucks. I, yes, okay. Yes. I told you last week it was 1.6%. I checked yesterday before the game. 2%. 2% what? That to make the playoffs. After that win, 2.9. It's moving it's, up. It, it is. It is moving. You are correct. It is moving up. They have 56 points right now tied with Buffalo. Florida has 60 points. Tampa Bay the last spot in the Atlantic Division has 70 points. You're 14 points behind. Obviously, you're not gonna you're not gonna get in because of the divisional qualifier. You're gonna get in because of the the wild card, right? So yeah, you're very much alive. Meaningful games. It's all all it takes is a you know one winning streak like this. You can get on a roll. You can piece some together. Now you got to go to Edmonton tomorrow for a 9:30 puck drop. Let's let's take a gander and see what happens against Edmonton. Michigan says. That it had proof against uh, fired assistant Matt Weiss, the uh, former co-offensive coordinator in January. He failed to attend a meeting to discuss whether he'd gained access to a computer, accounts belonging to other people, according to documents that were released by the school. 
Athletic department official uh, told Weiss that the university had evidence that he'd inappropriately accessed their accounts. What does that mean? I have no idea. What was he doing? I, I found that either. article just kind of funny. It's like, hey, we had cause. It's like, yeah, the FBI showed up at the dude's house. Usually that means there's cause. Right. <laughs> so that was funny that you was like, well, we had cause. Like, I don't think anyone was questioning that. Yeah, we just really want to know what. What, what were you doing? Exactly. Yeah. Was he try what role are you trying to find? Like no one's looking at Michigan of like, why did you fire him? Yeah, we know. When the unmarked uh SUVs, the suburbans roll up into the driveway, it's like, well, uh, I don't know what you got going on in there, Jim. But uh Yeah. There's gonna be some Are you a Criminal Minds fan? Uh no. I always love Criminal Minds and um how every they know they go to every single city and they know how to get everywhere in every single city it's it's um, so impressive the police or the criminal mind <laughs> no the fbi it's like they don't use maps or anything all of a sudden they just know how to get everywhere in every single town oh yeah i yeah oh, of course of course just plug it in your phone uh ex-michigan state star keith appling has pled guilty in the murder case of a 66 year old gentleman he is 31 years old. He was uh, pled guilty in Wayne County Circuit Court. One count each of second-degree murder with a felony firearm and the killing of Clyde Edmonds, who was the uh, 66-year-old. His girlfriend also, uh, she had uh, she had some charges. She pled guilty last year to one count of lying to a police officer and was sentenced to 18 months of probation. She pled that down. Uh, a charge of accessory after the fact and a second count of lying to police were dropped under... Uh, the plea agreement. So you have that. Michigan State has canceled all athletic events for 48 hours after campus shooting has claimed the lives of three and injured five. And Alabama, their basketball team has moved up to number one. Purdue lost on the road to Northwestern. Great scene there uh, for those uh, those folks of the uh, fans of the Wildcats. But now Alabama, you know, the reign of terror at number one in football. They have now jumped to number one in basketball. Congratulations to Nate Oates, uh, Milan High School. They are now 22 and three. On the year, Nate Holtz from Milan High School to, where'd you go, River Rouge? Was he at Rouge? And then from there to Buffalo, and then from Buffalo to Alabama. So pretty pretty wild success story. We'll step aside. We'll talk a little bit more on the, uh, on the sports side of things next here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. There's more to love for less at Meyer. Pick up mouth-watering certified Angus beef boneless New York strip steak and pair it with farm fresh peach or raspberry bubbly Moscato. Get 30% off select Valentine's Day candles and set the table with a three-rose arrangement. Don't forget the sweets. Buy one, get one 25% off Valentine's candy. Find everything you need for a tasty, love-filled Valentine's Day with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Bean Garter. Now, they're one of the top accounting and business firms in Michigan and all across the Midwest and America. They've also partnered with Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state, and they are stronger than ever before. 
Just go to beancarter.com to find out more. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. I also want to thank Tom Rosenbach and his team for their support during the Beat Huge contest from the fall of 2022 through the big game this past Sunday. We had thousands of entries all season long. And thanks to all of you who took part at thehugeshow.net. And we'll be announcing that winner uh, during this week. And somebody's going to get $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Find out more how they can help any business, big or small, all across the state of Michigan, all across the Midwest, and even coast to coast. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Long on the Meyer guest line. Call 248 951 2176. That's 248 951 2176. Now back to Danny, Ryan, and AB. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. How wild the breaks get. We've now found ourselves looking up, if you remember the name Gregor Clegane, um, Julius Bjornsson, who played the mountain. Uh, Again, in Game of Thrones, the massive, massive human being has lost 110 pounds, according to the internet. And if you thought he was big in Game of Thrones, he is now not only big, but he is now cut. Yeah, he has so, a six pack. Uh, the the backstory is he, uh, he and another power lifter, Eddie Hall, um, have an, a very intense rivalry. When I like. They literally despise each other, and they decided, let's both cut weight, and we'll box it out, and that's what they did. Wait a minute. Who's he boxing? Uh, he boxed Eddie Hall, his name is. He's another power lifter. Did, anybody, did they already do this? Did yeah, I think wait? it was like six months ago, probably. Oh, wow. I'm way behind. I mean, I would have watched that. They have him compared to this other guy. Uh, what is his name? Um... Alexander Skarsgård, S-K-A-R-S-G-A, umblot R-D, Skarsgård. He was in the Northmen. Did you ever see the Northmen? Yeah, you know the Skarsgård family. Uh, <laughs> the, oh, yeah, I live right. Uh, I see it. The Skars, right uh, down the block. Their dad, the Skarsgård's family dad is uh, the professor opposite Matt Damon in goodwill hunting like the super smart guy that's the, that's he's a scars guard well i want to know how big the guy is in the northman because that dude was also very hulk-esque yeah you start thinking about like oh okay i feel pretty big you wimp you guys break you in half you know what i mean like what am i gonna do there uh on a somewhat brighter note the red wings won third game in a row larkin has turned up the jets uh, yes yes he was flying the whole game scoring his fifth and fourth and fifth goal since the all-star game he's taking the contract negotiations absolutely seriously i am very happy for larkin i'm happy for the team you got edmonton tomorrow a little different than vancouver let's get to usda scott who is on hold on the meyer super center guest line you could join us two two four eight nine five one twenty one seventy six two four eight nine five one two one seven six good morning scott how are you my friend 
Uh, a little sad this morning, but um, yeah, a little, little uh, different than sports this morning. Just um, the shooting in Michigan State last night. Um, just thoughts and prayers are with the the kids and the families of the kids. It's uh, for them to get up and go and do what they got to do this morning. Or even next week, they got uh, they got some things to get out of their heads. But uh, my daughters, all three of my daughters, were there to see coach and watch the game uh, last was it Tuesday. I think it was last Tuesday, and uh, we're at the circle. I don't know if Ryan knows where the circle bars are, where they walk, where you walk around the corner down there. I mean, that was three blocks from where that happened, and my my kids were just there. Yeah, it's a uh, it it is a lot, you know. In hour number one, we talked, you know, a lot about the events of last night, and then the the question really because like, what do we do? What do we do today? Do we spend the entire day on that? Do we try to uh, deflect? No, we can't. And, we, and we can't do that sports? because because that gives that gives credence to all this, and and <laughs> unless somebody goes in and shoots one person, then then you, then somebody had a beef with somebody, and that's what that is. When when this kind of stuff happens, it's mental. It's mental illness. There's there's got to be some kind of you know, and what can stop that? So the, the campus police were there within four minutes of the first shot they were there the the east lansing police were there within seven minutes of the first shot how much you can't get better response than that and we still couldn't stop it yeah i mean there's a it's a 43 year old with no ties to the university at all um crazy crazy is crazy my brother i mean I, i can't say it any differently yeah no there's there's no doubt about that but there was a lot of a lot of misinformation that was being spread last night through, you know, sheer, you know, panic, you know, did they, you know, people don't know what's going on. They're trying to warn, you know, their friends and they see a picture surface and it turns out the guy in the profile that they had uh, shared belonged to some dude who lives in like Massachusetts. Um, You don't know what's edited. You don't know what's not. You can't trust everything. You know, we had this debate last night about you know why would why would they do a press conference at 11 if the shooter was that large and i'm like dude you got to get some facts out here for the people like people got to know what's well, going yeah, on yeah when they're saying there's yeah. four shootings in eight different sites and all of that on social media good night yeah you got Shut people people reporting you know stuff from all <laughs> over the place what's real what's not you know cops flying all over the place trying to figure out what's going on it's just it's just mass it's just mass chaos in it you know, it just none of it fit the profile from what we are used to, and I think that that is the fact that. You know, and I brought this up in our in the group chat last night. I said the fact that we're talking about sure, the the current circumstances of what's taking place at Michigan State doesn't fit the profile of what we are used to. That should tell you all you need to know about our current state of affairs here well, in and this that's, country. And that's, that's the thing we still and these kids need to know and they need to if somebody needs to give them a hug and say you, you still you still live in the safest place in the world you still live in the safest place in the world you're not getting bombed today like they are in ukraine you're not at war like turkey and syria are today um you, you still live in the safest place in the world and 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 god love us for that so that's all guys hey i got my office calling there must be something going on all how right. you doing guys there goes uh you know you USDA Scott that's interesting 
Um, yeah, in terms of globally, I don't know. Does Australia have this? Does the UK uh, have this? Well, Australia banned all assault rifles after their deadliest one. I think it was like mid-20s um, people uh, were killed in their deadliest mass shooting. And uh, yeah, literally, I think within a couple weeks, people turned in all the assault rifles in the whole country. Well, it's a handgun. Doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, I get I, what did they saying. say? I, they got, that's not... They show the guy with the handgun. They show the guy. According to the reports, he was found with multiple weapons. Um, At least from what I heard on the on the drive in. Oh, he, really? Yes. Nine fifty. Yes. Gotcha. Um, was there? You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know if we necessarily need to. It's right. It's kinda, so that's why I didn't really even kind of apples jump into like any of you know. This needs to happen. That needs to happen because it's not the same old, you know. Up, oh, white kid went crazy and found a this type of gun. It's not that type of rhetoric going with this shooting, but it is another shooting. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, guess I wasn't necessarily prepared to. Get a compare and contrast. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what what brings me back to my original point is that I, I just feel as if a day like today, sports just feel so irrelevant. And, but, again, please stop putting these kids on, on TV, on radio. You know, they, the only person that these people need to be talking to is maybe their parents, their friends. And a counselor. Don't reach out. Don't be asking people, hey, if you want to talk. No. Yeah, just let the police do the talking. Let the police, the university, let 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 them handle um, you know, the talking. I think that the, the, the videos that we saw surfacing last night, I think that was uh that was enough. We'll step aside. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Bean Garter. Now, they're one of the top accounting and business firms in Michigan and all across the Midwest in America. They've also partnered with Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state, and they are stronger than ever before. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. I also want to thank Tom Rosenbach and his team for their support during the Beat Huge contest from the fall of 2022 through the big game this past Sunday. We had thousands of entries all season long. And thanks to all of you who took part at the thehugeshow.net. And we'll be announcing that winner uh, during this week. And somebody's going to get $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Find out more how they can help any business, big or small, all across the state of Michigan, all across the Midwest, and even coast to coast. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? 
you might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's more to love for less at Meyer. Pick up mouth-watering certified Angus beef boneless New York strip steak and pair it with farm-fresh peach or raspberry bubbly Moscato. Get 30% off select Valentine's Day candles and set the table with a three-rose arrangement. Don't forget the sweets. Buy one, get one 25% off Valentine's candy. Find everything you need for a tasty, love-filled Valentine's Day with just one stop at Meijer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meijer app. Back here to X's and Bros on this Tuesday, the 14th day of February 2023. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Dave in Hudsonville on hold right now on the Meyer Super Center guest lines. Get the Dave. Dave, good morning to you, my friend. Hey, morning, AB. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, long night, man. I've got a, uh, a daughter who's a senior who is 0.3 miles away from the union in her house last night. And uh, just a long night for her mother and myself, man. Talking to her every minute, every 10 minutes when she's hiding in the crawl space of her basement uh, with her roommate. So it's just, you know, they finally got home. She got home at about 2.30, 2.45 last night. And you hate that as a parent. You hate that as an adult, having to watch that. And it's just very, very difficult. And I just don't want us to get desensitized to it because I think it's happening. But I didn't want to give a shout out to uh, all those law enforcement east lansing you know the the msu department of police east lansing lansing state police the sheriffs everyone who did that it was a tremendous response last night i feel as a parent very impressive but and and, and the one thing too i'm just gonna I, i'm not i'm an independent ab politically i mean i think there's problems on both sides of the aisle and uh well, one thing i would say is we're not the safest country in the world we might be if somebody wants to pick a war with us and not mess with us, but we're certainly not when it comes to guns. And I just don't understand it, the fact that I'm a gun owner. I got my uh, certification at the United Conservation Clubs in Michigan with my father, you know, when I was young, to hunt and do that type of stuff. And I, I believe in gun ownership, but I don't think you need to have weapons of war. And I've talked to my friends that are policemen and said, we do not like to know that people are going to, most of the time, potentially out-arm us with what they can have. And uh, I, I just think if we can lock up cold medicine and we can have all these other stuff that go on, why can't we figure out a system that you know, even requires a prescription if you want a certain thing, just like we do with medicines or whatever it may be. And, and, and then the last thing I would say is, for any of those political people that are anti-abortion, and I certainly respect that, you know, this is the same thing as far as abortion is ending something prematurely or stopping something. We have, we, we have long history now of abortion by automatic firearm in this country of school children and college kids and adults, but people don't see it the same way. You know, it's, it's, it's abortion. They're stopping a life. They're ending a life prematurely. 
And uh, I just think if you believe in, you know, anti-abortion, you should certainly believe in responsible gun ownership. I don't believe in banning guns. I just believe in having insurance to pay for what you have, have a prescription. We should be able to figure something out, don't you think? You would think, um, yeah, I mean, you've, you would think. It is, it is a, uh, I mean, we're the only country in the world with this problem. Right. You know, that's, that's one of the more shocking things. And when it comes to, yeah, we'll be glad you live here and not there. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, there was a, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, there were 149,000 fentanyl pills uh, found with, yeah. in, a, in a truck with uh, California license plates trying to make its way here, uh, stop south of the border. Like, yeah, everywhere in the world, there, there's something going on at some point. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's just a lack of political will because of the money involved, because of everything mm-hmm. that goes on in the, in the system, to say we can do better with that. And we, can, we it's not about taking, you know, it's not about stopping gun ownership. But, boy, if we can do it with cars and we can do it with all these other things, responsible vehicle, we, we certainly don't seem to apply the same, uh, the same logic when it comes to uh, automatic firearms. Well, I don't know anybody that owns an automatic firearm. Um, I know a lot of gun owners, oh. but nobody. Uh, it's very, very, very rare uh, that you can get the license that to to run full auto. Right, but there's a lot of ARs. There's a lot, and, and what they've done in order to modify and create. You, you don't need to see someone who can shoot a hundred rounds in uh, in in twenty seconds or thirty seconds. Yeah, um, it's a uh, it's interesting. You, know, you spend how much time in driver's ed, right, in order to drive a motor vehicle, which feels like that is. I, you know, I feel I feel like you should have to pass driver's ed in order to vote. That's how I feel. I feel like you should have to have a driver's license in order to vote. Um, you know, because you should be able to drive a motor vehicle. It's 2023. Like you figure it out. Right. Uh, but at the same time, you don't have to really. I mean, all you have to do is have a valid license to buy a firearm. Uh, so right. You know, and and this is Michigan State is such an interesting case now because there there are none of the same. It's not the same storyline as usual. This isn't like a rogue student who's doing X, Y, and Z uh, who decides that he's going to jump off the cliff here. This is a 43-year-old with no attachment to the university whatsoever. Like, this is, you know, now for police to try to find what the motive may have been, um, you know, that that in itself is going to be quite the investigation as well, that people are going to be looking, uh, you know, looking but to I mean, try to I find think, the results. And, and- any other situation in our country, we would attack this and come up with a solution. This one has been hands-off for a lot of people, and that's disappointing because you can find a responsible solution. Mm-hmm. You can improve things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, the fact that nothing has been done um, since 1999 when this first yeah. became a thing in this country uh, is pretty, pretty shocking. Pretty shocking. So, anyway, partner, thanks for uh, thanks for the show, and uh, and and you're right about sports today. But take care of yourself. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, Dave. Um, and for the folks like Dave that you know had kids on campus at that time, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, you know, kid hiding in a crawl space like that's yeah, it's 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 going to be a. Um, It's going to be a while, but I but I hope it is a while. You know, let's not do the whole thoughts and prayers thing for like four days and then, you know, on to the next one. Because that seems to be the trend here. 
you know, this will get the national, you know, the national attention. It'll be, you know, all it'll be on the news for a couple days. It'll be, you know, filed away. We'll get an update because we live in the state. Uh, the rest of the well, the thing is, here. we don't. This could, depending on if there's a motive discovered, you know, it could be a weird story or. Who knows what you know the reasons behind this? Yeah, but my point is like from a national perspective, it'll it, it, you know the odds are it's probably going to go the way that these things always go. It'll be national news for a couple of days. It'll be filed away. We'll get the update here. Maybe they cover it nationally, and we move on until the next one happens. And that's that is not being insensitive. That is being aware of how we have handled this over the last thirty years. That that that's that's the trend. That that's how we have done it. Let's get to New York, Scott, who's waiting on hold right now. Good morning to you, Scott. How are you, my friend? Hey, man. Better better morning. So I was just telling Dan I went to bed early. I was, you know, had a couple drinks. And I was just gonna get some proper sleep and uh, wake up to, to this horrible news. So just hearing everyone's opinion, just figured I'd chime in with mine. I'm a I'm a licensed gun owner as well. I have my CPL and a lot of training behind it. And uh, I mean. This, this is, to your guys' point, this isn't the same old, you know, some depressed kid gets, gets a hold of dad's assault rifle, and this guy had a pistol. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. I think the assault rifle thing catches a bad rap. I get, I can put $200 right now for a fully automatic weapon. I go down to MG Kelly Guns and buy a Tommy gun for thirty grand if I had it and have a fully automatic weapon, or I can get a cheap one for six grand. But this is an automatic weapon. This is mental health. This is protecting children. We protect politicians with guns. We protect banks with guns. We protect airports with guns. We protect schools with a sign that says gun-free zone. And when something happens, we call people with guns to help. And yes, four minutes may seem good until you've been in a gunfight. Four minutes is ten lifetimes. Four minutes is three people killed. Four minutes is ten people killed. There needs to be people on site. There needs to be uh, security doors like airports where you have to go through a certain entrance with an armed person there, and, and you can't get into without shooting you through a window and jumping through a window. Can we make it harder, please? Can we, can we make it harder to kill our babies? It, it, it's so easy in America to do this. People aren't walking into banks and shooting them up because there's people with guns there. People aren't going to these high security places and shoot them up because people with guns are there. No one's going into cop police stations and shooting at them because everyone has a gun. And it's like, we protect the most precious thing in this world to us, our babies, with the sign, with the sign. It's disgusting. And it's been 20 something years uh, since Sandy Hook and all those poor babies died. And we still haven't done anything about it. And it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. And it's, you know, I'm not a very political guy, but I mean, it's, it's the left stance, right? It's the left of, oh my God, every gun's bad, no matter what. And you look at Chicago. Chicago has the most murders in the in the in the nation, and they have a ban on guns. Because guess what? Criminals and people with mental health don't care about your laws. They don't care about what you think or how you feel or what you think's wrong. They'll get guns and they'll kill people. So can we defend ourselves, or are we gonna sit by like victims all day? It's sickening. And I'm sorry for the rant, guys, but it just it's that sickening can open our eyes. And I think that you you wish that 
you know, and I, I, I see your point, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's like the, the, the house of the president, uh, that he currently lives in, you know, didn't want to, didn't want a wall on the Southern border, but has a wall around his own home, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you don't want guns, but you protect, like, we got to get to the point where you shouldn't have to have an armed individual to protect the school. We and then we had and we had liaison officers in the in the in the early '90s. We had liaison officers. We had uh, police officers assigned to uh, assigned to schools that were that were carrying. Yeah, and it's like after 9/11, nobody said, "Hey, let's not let's not fly, let's stand planes," because God forbid something bad can happen. They said, "No, let's get armored doors, let's get security, let's get security checks, let's get this preventative measures in place, so we can do this safely." Well, guess what? We're not shutting down schools. And if we're not arming them, what are we doing? What are, what are we doing realistically? At least my kids' school has a double door entrance. You have to buzz in. The only way you're getting in, short of someone opening up the back door, jumping through a window. Uh, you know, I, I'm not privy to Michigan State. I'm not privy if you can just walk in unannounced to any entrance, right? It is a college. It's not an elementary school or middle school. But I don't know. I like let's stop talking about guns and start talking about preventative measures here. No one's going to give up their guns, and the only people that will are the law-abiding citizens that aren't doing that. The people that, when you pass that, say, oh, turn in your guns. You think the psychopath that wants to kill people is going to walk down to the police station and turn in his gun? No. He's going to think, oh, thank God, nobody has guns. Now I can kill people easier. That's all that's going to happen. It's, I don't know, it's ridiculous. Anyways, I'm so sorry for the, the, the people that lost a life, and, I mean, four minutes, they seem like a good response time, but once again, pull up a video of any gunfight you've ever seen. Pull up a gang street fight and watch four minutes elapse and see how many people could possibly be killed and think that's a good response time. We need immediate response. We need people to prevent it from even having to respond to it. So, anyways, I'm almost at work now that I'm all flustered up and going to have to try to do my job. So, all right, guys. Have all a right. good day. Thank you. We'll talk Thank to you. I would say, uh, I'd say four minutes is pretty good. You're not gonna. You're not gonna have. It's just. It's unrealistic. I mean, how many buildings are on campuses across America? It's unrealistic. Like you're not gonna have an armed. We got one armed guard at every. I door. think. Like, I think what Scott is trying to say is like, it's a great response time, but the response time in you know. In reality, in re- it shouldn't happen. In reality, so therefore, there you shouldn't, shouldn't need a response time. Should, yeah, exactly. Because it shouldn't be happening. Uh, let's get to Mike in West Branch. Mike, good morning to you. Morning, AB. How are you? You know, I'm loaded question. I'm tired sorry. of hearing about this. I'm tired of hearing about this stuff. And you know, I I lived in Oxford for years. Um, many of my friends had kids in that high school. This has turned into a political issue. It's not. There are steps you can take. Not. Not all of them are going to work. I understand that. But there are steps you can take that won't be taken because people get elected off of this. Oh, I'm for gun rights. I'm against gun rights. I'm what I, until, this, until that changes and these people stop getting using this as an election deal. And by the way, our press is responsible for some of this also. We're going to have CNN... NBC, CBS, all of these different stations there for the next week talking about this shooter. Hello, what happened in Buffalo? You know, they used this. Oh, now I get to go out and I'll be famous and I'll, 
stop doing that. You want to handle it on radio, that's fine, but his picture's going to be all over the place. The, you know, the press is going to be all, they eat this, they cut in, um, a, my, we were watching CNN on some of the coverage last night, and the only reason I pick on CNN is that's the only station I get. Um, but I'm sure all of them were the same way. And they cut into coverage of Ukraine and other things for, for this guy in the shooting. And what do they do? They go to a student who's there hiding, has no idea what's going on, because you can't get any correct information out. And there, there's a student there telling them misinformation. Just right, and it's like, stop doing that stuff. You know, you talk about social media passing this stuff on. You got to get the press under control with this stuff, and more importantly, you you got to get the politicians under control. Yeah, it's so, definitely it's it's greater than it's greater than just one small. I mean, it's a societal issue, is really, is really what it comes down to, and in yeah, in and all it, aspects, the way we cover it, the way that we report on it, how it's handled, how, yeah, from the political you know, it, aspect of it down to the actual shooter themselves. I mean, I look, I got to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you what either one of the Calamine shooters look like. I couldn't tell you what either of their names are. I don't know who was in Parkland. I don't know the name of the shooter in Oxford. I don't remember or look at any. I remember Timothy McVeigh, Oklahoma City bombing, but I don't. Outside yeah. of that, I don't remember any of these people's names. Um, well, and now it's getting to be so many of them, you can't keep track of them all. But it, you know, and it, it really. It, I always tell you, you know, I'm 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 a year away from fifty. I have a six year old daughter. Now I'm I'm blessed enough to be able to send her to a private Catholic school that. You know, I mean, her, her class size last year was 10 kids. So I, I would hope to high heaven that nothing would ever happen, but it scares the living snot out of me that somebody gets a burr under their saddle and goes in and starts shooting up at one of those schools. You know, and that's all it comes down to. And, it, and, and to a lot of people's points, yes, it's mental health. We closed down so many of the state mental health facilities in the 80s and 90s. And, and just threw those people out on the streets. I, I know this because my mom worked for Goodwill, worked for um, an, a Hope Network, a number of these different places, and not-for-profits that had to help bring these people back into society as best they could. And it, it's heart-wrenching to know that we as a society are not willing to step up and take care of our own, who have mental health issues, and, and can't do for themselves. So, yes, I understand some of the families should, but honestly, nobody has the money for that except for the government. Step up, take responsibility for our people, get them the mental health help that they need, and, and start holding these politicians accountable to this stuff. Stop getting them elected on it. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to take your gun, so you need to elect me, or I'm going to take this gun, so you need, Neither one of them do a day gone thing. It's like the border. They do the same thing there. Yeah, you know, Mike and West Branch, we, we appreciate the call. we got to yeah. hit the break, my friend, but I'm, I'm right there with you, partner. We'll step aside. We'll be back hour number three next. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network.